0: Thank you so much. Yeah, um, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you've been yeah. crazy right now for you. <laughs>
1: busy is an understatement.
0: <laughs> yeah. it, it has definitely been
1: hectic. Um, but but in a good way. You know, yeah. I obviously I would work a full time job, um, but then I also do all this paranormal um type of stuff, you know, additionally to my yeah. normal day to day um everything. So uh we're we are definitely heavily booked up but I I consider it a blessing.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I just feel like I can totally relate to you too, just because mm-hmm. I work a full time job, and then we try and fit in our podcast, and then our yeah. podcast is kind of different because it's a traveling podcast, and then with the oh, we can't travel pandemic, we can't go <laughs> well, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so you well you just you take your your podcast to the people, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> like this. <laughs> this
2: is great that you agreed to you know let us talk to you yeah. and to take some of your time. Um, I'm Rachel, by the way. The second hi, of- nice to meet this, you. <laughs> this
0: is Rachel. Yeah, I'm Amber. I'm the one you've been chatting with online. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: Yeah, so um, Amber's just been raving about how cool you are and everything. Aww. So, <laughs> so um, I'm excited to kind of get your perspective on all these things and yeah. stuff. And we have a couple questions for you. Oh, I would um, assume so. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll just get started. So um, go ahead, let's whip, let's whip one of the questions out. Okay, um, so how long have you been... A paranormal investigator or
0: interested in the paranormal? What got you started basically? Oh boy. So, <laughs> so
1: it's a multifaceted answer. Um, I've been interested in the paranormal my entire life. And that is because I was born gifted and I was having paranormal experiences and empathic experiences and seeing spirits and that kind of thing since I was probably about five years old. So that kind of, you know, that, that sort of bloomed the like. Is this normal? You know, being walking through a house, being creeped out because you see something out of the corner of your eye. Or, I mean, one of my first experiences was a really intense experience with a um, a relative that was deceased. I didn't know, like, I didn't put the dots together at the time, just because I was I was young, and so it was very terrifying then. But now his soul has come back and said, "I'm sorry. I was just checking up on you. You know, it wasn't trying to frighten you." So that really kind of brewed the initial kind of knowing uh, that the the paranormal is something, but I really kept it contained. I, I didn't talk about it with people. I felt embarrassed. I didn't want to be judged. Um, there was all kinds of things going on. So I didn't really redevelop it, Mm -hmm. um, and open it and say, all right, universe, I'm ready for my gift, you know, and all of that till much, much later, um, close to the time that I was actually going through a pretty, um, nasty divorce actually. And, um, it was right before that, that kind of catalyst of that happened to where my intuition kicked into overdrive and led me to find out some information and helped me discover some things. And I actually, um, I found a stolen car just by listening to my grandmother's spirit lead me to it. And, okay. and That's that was cool. back in, uh, 2011 So when that started happening, I was like, oh, is that thing kind of that feeling that gift, whatever is that creeping back up into the forefront, even though it kind of had, you know, bounced back and forth through the years. And so I listened to that. I, you know, I was able to remove my energy from that, you know, particular relationship and all of that and move forward and then kind of fast forward to 2013 And, um, I started feeling energy in my room. Um, I was watching some paranormal shows, you know, go figure, right. You know, I, I like a lot of the, I watch all of them and I started, um, smelling my grandmother's perfume, but she had been gone since 2007. So I was like, all right, I've seen these shows. I, I want to start taking pictures. You know, I, I felt like, Hey, maybe this is a thing. And I got this really amazing photograph um, that I couldn't debunk. I tried, you know, I, I held up the phone, I wiped off the lens, I did everything I could to try to debunk it. And there was nothing to debunk. And it was this weird little swirly, almost vortex looking thing coming out of the middle of my bed. Wow. Plain. And a lot of the time, I mean, I, I debunk a lot of evidence now. I mean, you know, that is still something that I cannot debunk. I have tried and tried and tried. And the conjunction with feeling her energy, smelling her perfume, and then getting that I was like, all right, this is really a reawakening my, my passion and drive to have answers. So I submitted the photo, um, to some, some local people and kind of got involved. And at that time I investigated with two, three, four different, um, groups, some are defunct now, you know, some have gone their own way, that kind of thing. And I just thought, all right, this is, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And I met my now um, significant other, my life partner, uh, Brent, and he's wonderful. And, uh, and we, so we met doing this. And, um, and then we just thought, you know, we have a real drive, we have a real passion, we want to make something really special uh, with what we, we know we can do. And we wanted to dial it in our own way with a few of our close friends. And so after we took with what we gained from all these other groups and perspectives, the things we knew we didn't like to see the things we didn't want to do and the things we do like, uh, we formed uh, spirit in uh, 2015. Awesome. So we've been doing th- that as an official, our own very own group since then, and uh, and it's been going strong ever since. And we're we're actually booking um, all the way, I believe, December of 2021
0: right now. Wow, that's so business awesome. is booming. It
1: it is, you know, the dead want to talk, and and people need help, and and that's and that's what our group is is all about. It is it is helping those that did not think there was any help available to them.
2: That's really cool. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. That's awesome, and it's awesome that you're booked so far. That's got to be a huge like um, accomplishment, at least yeah. in my book. It like is a personal like, that <laughs> accomplishment. Is, that's awesome.
1: It's very but, humbling. It's it's yeah. very humbling that that many people will trust us in their space with their energy to resolve what's going on in their home, um, both yes. from the scientific perspective and also the spiritual perspective. Yeah, because uh, you know they they really do blend together. I
2: I don't see how you can separate them in in my opinion mm-hmm. I agree I have to agree I know like because sometimes it can be kind of I guess it's kind of hard to admit that like hey yeah I, I list I, I believe in the paranormal I believe in mm. ghost or whatever people have this stigma like are you all there you know and yeah. then in my <laughs> in my profession too it's a really like serious like profession so I'm just kind of like Um, I'm very careful on who I talk to about it. You know, like I just, not that I'm embarrassed. It's just like, I don't want to get any weird eyes. Like, Oh, you're the ghost girl, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: No, I, I, I had that. I am a government analyst by day. So I'm, I'm a nerd, you know, I, I just, it's facts, figures, all that kind of stuff. And so approaching people at work about it, like it's leaked out clearly because I mean, we've, We've exposed ourselves to the community. We've been, you know, uh, done little Halloween spots for, you know, different news stations. And we've been on different radio stations. Like we've, we've exposed ourselves to the world. So people kind of know. Um, but yeah, there, there are people at my workplace that just go, Ooh, you know, yeah. sure, whatever. You know, they, <laughs> they don't really, you know, they don't really get it. And at this point I, I'm okay with that. I, I really, it doesn't bother me as much as it, as it used to, because yeah. I, I am living my truth. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I know that we're making a difference as a team to help people. Mm -hmm. So, Hey, it is what it is. If they don't like it, they don't like it.
0: Yeah. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. So when you guys, when you and Brent started spirit, um, the other people in your team, Mm -hmm. was it pretty much like formed with all of you or kind of yeah yeah
1: we we all kind of launched together we it was this sort of collective understanding that we had come from different backgrounds we all grew up in haunted houses we all had these experiences and then we we all met kind of in all these different various little Mm -hmm. groups all over through town and we're like you know what we like each other and let's go do this together. Yeah, so, awesome. <laughs> you know, we have um, we have our, our um, post-production uh, video creator, Wendy, and she's also an investigator and, and uh, does history and that kind of stuff. And we have John um, who is he's he's our seasoned investigator. He's done the most investigations over the years um, with lots of different people. And he's also our security uh, expert because he's a sixth degree black belt. So, um, so he's pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, and we we all equally have a a passion. And Brent is Brent's our our science nerd. He absolutely has a, a belief in the paranormal. He does have a you know real. He knows it's real, but he also has that really beautiful scientific mind. Uh, to where he just he likes to get as many answers as possible so we can actually give our clients something kind of quantifiable to hang their hat on and say all right this could be debunked this is bad wiring oh but hey we can't debunk this let's talk about it let's see what this is and explore it so um, the, the collection of all of us together what we bring from our different life experiences, And, you know, just kind of who and what we are really does make it sort of a magical, it's a small team, but it's a very magical group. And we do have occasionally, um, sort of like guest satellite investigators very rarely, but we do have a few people in the community that we trust that we know we can bring out that it'll be safe to do so. Um, Mm -hmm. I've seen far too many people just let everybody and their brother come on and just do some random investigation. Mm-hmm. Not only does that make some of the clients uncomfortable because they have all these random people that are not really cohesive mm-hmm. in their space trying to poke around in the dark, uh, but you're dealing with sometimes sensitive or confidential type of situations and also sometimes dangerous haunts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so somebody who's never investigated before comes in, they're not spiritually prepared. Maybe they don't even necessarily fully believe in it, and then they get knocked down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best idea, the best in idea. my opinion. <laughs> so <laughs> so we, we try to do it carefully. And, you know, and we bring trusted people in when when necessary and collaborate. We're absolutely big on collaboration with those who are knowledgeable and experienced
2: um, in the field. That's awesome. That is awesome. I feel like I feel that's the right way to approach something like that. I know that if I was experiencing something of the paranormal, I wouldn't want a bunch of people around me. So I feel like your group mm. is just the right amount, where you're kind of getting it from everywhere. We have your spiritual, um, the science of it all. I think that's great because, like, yeah. I wouldn't want a whole TV crew in my house. Or anything yeah, like yeah, it, get, it gets no. a
1: little, little exciting, and especially you know, you can honestly tell too if you have a like ten people in your house and half of them don't have equipment and most of them don't know like look like they know what they're doing you you start to get very uncomfortable you're like are you guys actually going to fix something for me or are or i'm am i just going to go to bed and you know everything's going to be armageddon still
2: right so yeah so i think we also had a question on um your first investigation, like what, what was that? How did that come about? Did you guys just like pick somebody or did someone come help, like wanting help or?
1: Um, as, as far as spirit is concerned. Yeah. So oddly enough, we started very low and slow. Um, one of our, uh, team members, um, the apartment complex that they lived in, uh, it had a history, um, a year prior there was unfortunately um, a shooting and, and a murder um, on site in the parking lot. And so we said, all right, well, you know what, we're, we're brand new. Why don't we just kind of see what happens and let's, you know, let's try this, this location. And we actually got some really interesting and amazing um, evidence and helped these souls find their peace as well. We, we did get some interesting words on the spirit box that felt relevant um, and that kind of thing. And a few other equipment, obviously we've grown in equipment over the years. Like we only had a little bit at that time, like two or three pieces. And now we have 350 pounds of gear that, you know, either way, the human body is the best and first piece of equipment that we all have. So whether you have one meter or you have all of it, to me, it's kind of what your energy is putting into the space, of course, but, um, know that first investigation of that parking lot, I mean, it was really kind of emotional because in me as an empath, I could feel the residual anxiety and fear and like the in, in, almost the impact of the moment um that these souls went through when when there was the the shots fired so um that that was it was like okay, you know this wasn't necessarily helping an in-house client. It was just, you know, obviously one of our investigators and and we're around where they lived, but it was really targeting something that's always been important to me. Also helping the dead, Mm -hmm. helping those souls. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, this is something I think I really do want to do. I want to be able to help the living and the dead. And this is proof that we can do that. So then we just kind of launched from there. We just put ourselves out on social media. Um, You know, we had our our website. We kind of tweaked it and made it a a little bit shinier and and spiffier. And we're still working on it. (laughs) We still have a lot more edits that we want to do to it. But when do we have the time? Yeah. Um, And so we just and we did Facebook and we just had our friends share our page. You know, we did, did Twitter and Instagram and and just really kind of, you know, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And then the hotline started ringing and the website started having emails. It it was, um, I I would say the first official year that we were, um, spirit, we, we had only about 15 cases, but to me that felt really good for, Mm -hmm. for a first launching year. just Mm -hmm. people organically finding us Googling, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, just it was a very organic process or, you know, a friend said, Oh, Hey, my friend on Facebook is an investigator. You know, people tie us together that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the second uh, year, it just it, we doubled the amount of cases, the word of mouth, good client referrals. That's kind of how any business, you know, and it really yeah. succeeds yeah. for sure. And then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and, and bigger then, <laughs> Especially and,
2: with this type of like um, sensitive mm-hmm. subject, word of mouth yeah. is going to be the best because I mean. Mm-hmm when something weird happens, the first thing you do is start talking to somebody you trust about it, you know? Yeah. And the next thing you know, they probably have somebody or they give you some sort of spiritual advice or something. But yeah. it sounds like a lot of the times it it will lead to some sort of person that will help you in a way. Like some, um, my sisters, when they get Um, some sort of I don't know if you heard one of our podcasts but one of my sister has a really bad haunted house Um, so what she has done is she goes to what in our language in Spanish is a so yeah Uh, yeah, Uh so she goes to him so it it just kind of like but we wouldn't be like just talking about it in a normal day-to-day basis it would have to be like you know in you had to be in the group before we would mention something like that. So I think that's really cool that you're growing. That means that a lot of people are starting to open up to the idea of the paranormal or the other side. Um, I also wanted to kind of touch on your abilities and Mm -hmm. um, how do you prepare yourself for a investigation as far as like, do you use like any type of ritual or protection for your own energy or anything like that?
1: Oh, I, I I do. I mean, everyone's kind of got their thing, what works for them. Um, I, I definitely go through a whole grounding kind of ritual procedure type of thing. It's just a grounding technique. Really. I really try to clear myself, clear my energy, um, plant my, you know, energy into the earth. Also letting that kind of universal and divine energy run through me and just put myself basically in a big giant bubble Mm -hmm. and get my, get my brain, get my soul, get my everything right, um, with that grounding technique. And then, you know, depending on how I feel about the case, I use a lot of my intuition for that. I will sometimes take rocks and crystals with me, put, shove them all in my pockets, you know, five or six rocks, you know, I've actually got my, one of my black tourmaline pieces here. Um, just very clearing, very protective. Um, but it, it is all about intent. Um, you know, it's what you project intent wise if you go into something very feeling very negative very fearful um, you're just kind of opening yourself up really you have to kind of go in it comfortable and assertive and no fear no anger and just allow yourself to understand what you're there for you're there for a reason and in my case it's there to you know to help someone. So I just go and okay, this is my, this is my intent. I want to be bringing the positivity and the love and the light back into this space. So I come in there surrounded by that energy. Um, and, you know, occasionally I'll anoint myself with like essential oils or other things like that. It just, it really depends on how I, how I kind of feel, but I, I do ground before every single investigation that, and that's, you know, just something I've learned over time through a few of my um, various mentors that I've worked with. Mm-hmm. of just, you know, getting the, getting the energy, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That is good. Um, you know, it, 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 it kind of depends with, with abilities and gifts, like, like you're talking about um, sometimes it takes a major catalyst to re-identify like what's going on. And mm-hmm. so, it, you know, my instance, it was just like the universe is like, all right, enough of you messing around and wasting your time with all this energetic drain, Mm -hmm. we're going to smack you with a universal two by four, and you need to go the other direction. Yeah, sometimes it happens that way. Or um, occasionally, when you're really, really stressed, it dampens your ability to it can it can do kind of either just depends what the situation is and what the universe needs you to be kind of pointed in at pretty, pretty standard. I mean, I have a normal day job, uh, you know, being a state worker. I, I you know, I, I do all of that. I've got family, friends, I have pets, you know? Yeah. I have a little garden out the backyard, you know, me and Brent just bought a house, all these oh, very, very standard, normal things. Yes. Um, but I'm able to now incorporate and kind of blend what really is my truth mm-hmm. in with just day-to-day life. What I was doing before, was what looked normal, you know, just the, the standard, you know, eight to five job, you know, kind of a, a, at that time with that person, a dysfunctional marriage, you know, all these kind of things, that was what people would consider normal. And to me, I was feeling like a shell of myself. I wasn't feeling like I was living authentically now that I'm living a much more authentic and like kind of cohesive version of life. This feels complete, and it feels right and good. And so when you have abilities, um, the best thing you can do is just slowly unpack them and figure them out because everybody's abilities are a little different. Some you know some people are natural healers, some people have empathic abilities, some people are mediums. Sometimes you have little bits and pieces of all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just explore it slowly explore it safely. Don't go out there, you know, running, like I said, before, before you, before you walk a little bit, don't, you have to build your foundation and, you know, be balanced and protected and grounded. But when you have all those building blocks in place, then the walls of the house can go up and then the roof, you know, you build it in order. And I don't know, it's, to me, it's liberating it. You actually feel like you're really you. Yeah. Instead of just kind of you, living inside of a shell of
2: you you know what I mean I do I do and exactly know what you mean because like I said this year's just kicked me in the face so I feel like I'm remolding who I am in general so so it's it's, well I I hope for the
1: best yeah that you can
2: you can be completely you me too but let's get I guess like three (laughs) 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 I didn't mean to get super deep on you Uh, no no that that
1: that Oddly enough, you say that like, people just share things with you and that, that happens to me all the time.
2: Yeah. You just have that. I can see it. You just have this natural ability to just, you're just, you are authentic. So you just feel welcoming, just your presence, even across from us with um, in a meeting, you know, like yeah. we're not even in person. So yeah. I really, I, really I just, appreciate it.
1: I just like to help people. <laughs> whatever that whatever that looks like mm-hmm. I just like to help people and
2: you know and, and a lot of the time it is just letting people be themselves yeah well I want to ask too so we can get a little spooky um is there <laughs> anything that you're you're willing to share as far as like um a, uh, maybe a, an experience or a haunt that really stuck with you mm-hmm. um that memorable, made, memorable that you I- might <laughs> want to share or revisit if you're not comfortable that's okay
1: Oh, I got a few. Um <laughs> I have had
0: um,
2: up, I, go. <laughs> Yeah, I've
1: I've I've got I've I've got a few. One one of which is, you know, I guess always the crowd pleaser is um our experience investigating uh the Dorothea Puente house. Oh yeah. Um, everybody
2: here
0: in, in Sacramento knows yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Especially true crime.
1: Man, 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 Dorothea, yeah. she's uh oh, she's got an attitude still that 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 little old lady, she ain't going to, she, she doesn't want to leave. And and I couldn't really make her leave, but um, we were one of the, the few, like the people who had the house before um, I think they've now sold it to like a murder flip show, or I don't know what they've done, but the people while we investigated it were the same family that were there when ghost adventures um, investigated the location. Oh, And so we were able to get into there and really they don't let other people investigate the, the space had some people kind of come in and poke around a little bit. They've had a couple of people, you know, just, well, they've, they've done the tours, you know, just to show the house, that kind of thing. But we got to do a full scale, you know, investigation with all the equipment, all the bells and whistles. And we did that um, uh, with uh, Univision 19. Uh, one of the reporters, uh, Yomara came with us and we just went in there and did a whole kind of, you know, investigation and interview um, with, with uh, her. Mm-hmm. and. It was quite the enlightening experience for all of us. Uh, We got growled at. Um, Dorothea was not necessarily pleasant. (laughs) Um, We did ask a few things on the spirit box, and I know the spirit box is very controversial because you know it is pulling from airwaves. It's not a piece of evidence that you can test or really do anything, any quantifiable analysis to. But I look for the real relevant responses that you just can't. You can't really debunk as accidental. Mm -hmm. So some of those responses that we got that I felt gave value to it. We asked if there are any more bodies and a voice came across and said, dig. Mm. So, you know, I I did. I I told the spirits like, well, no, I don't think I'm going to dig. I don't want to dig in the yard. I don't want to find any dead bodies. Thank you. (laughs) You know? So to me, that's it while it is sort of circumstantial evidence and it's not something you can really, I guess, prove. Yeah. Right. But it's pretty darn interesting. And then I asked the spirit said, "Well, what is your name?" And and a female voice came across. It was Dorothea, and she said death.
0: Oh, wow. What is I was app. like, mm. "I was like, that's
1: interesting." I was like, "No, your name is not death." You know. And so we we got a lot of <laughs> sassy. Yeah. yeah. No, she, she was kind of spunky. And in the same part of the house where Ghost Adventures got a structured light sensor, um, the SLS, those stick figures where they got a hit, um, of a, a figure, we got two figures in that same area and I believe it to have been Dorothea and one of her male companions. Yeah. And so, you know, and we, we asked, cause you know, things can mismap on SLS. So you want to be very, very careful that you're not pointed like a fan or a coat rack or something crazy yeah. like that. It was in an area where nothing could have been mismapped. And then I said, okay, well, if this is Dorothea, can you, can you raise your hand? And the little hand goes up, you know, on on the whole wow. whole stick figure. I was like, okay. <sighs> that's something that's interesting, but we didn't just use those the more circumstantial types of documentation. We also used much more analytical and quantifiable bits of you know documentation. Other meters, um, the tri-field meter, the Eddy meter. Things we can actually analyze the data that comes out from those and measuring things in milliGauss and microTesla's, and really doing the science of it as well, and seeing if that kind of corroborates with what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. with what some of these other more circumstantial documentation um, pieces of equipment gave us. And the whole package said, yeah, you know, kind of let us know, yeah, this this house has got some activity. There's some things going on. And we actually interviewed the elderly mother of the couple that was living in the kind of the downstairs mother-in-law quarters. Mm-hmm. And she had some profound stories and experiences. So uh, I, I, for me, it was safe to say that the place was still active. Um, the, the, uh, the, the couple that was, you know, living upstairs, they're like, Oh, whatever. We don't, we're not, we're not really believers. And because they're so shut off to it, they just weren't bothered by the activity. Mm. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, people who are really closed off, they can live in some of the most profoundly haunted locations and, you know, they they're not always going to have experiences, which, good for them I guess but but poor mom downstairs was seeing Dorothea walk down the hallway I'm like
0: oh god you know
1: like elderly lady and she's like looking at Dorothea I'm thinking oh we can't do this yeah yeah (laughs) so that that was one of our more uh, intense um and obviously um kind of well-known type of haunts um and we've dealt with some other heavier um haunts um we had a gal that I know she had a really dark attachment and there was um, she was speaking in languages. She didn't know she was rolling around. She was, um, there was something going very profoundly wrong with her. Um, Mm -hmm. I I took out the Holy water before she even saw what I was doing. She ran down the hall because the entity within her knew. Um, So, you know, we, we had a very long battle Mm -hmm. to clear some energy from her. Mm -hmm. And we just, we've had countless different, experiences you know like that from they're really scary like that all the way to just something you know that's really just touching to where somebody is being affected so negatively by an entity that's attacking them nightly physically in inappropriate ways and this you know client we had this poor gal she she was gonna check out she was gonna she was gonna leave this planet and let her child go into services she just she couldn't take these nightly violations. Yeah. And, and it was so, so much. And it'd been going on for like a year straight. And it turned mm-hmm. out like somebody had actually sent something energetically to her. This was on purpose, um, oh, that God. this was happening to her. And with all of the work that we did, we first of all, we were able to validate to her that there was some activity. And so just that uh, alone was so validating for her. She's like, Oh, my God, I'm not crazy. I'm not imagining this. Like, that took a layer of, you know, suffering off of her. And then we were able to um, bless the space as well and clear a lot of energy. And she has been right as rain ever since, you know, and and everything's fine. And, you know, she no longer has those feelings like she wants to, to die.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could imagine being in that situation. Mm -hmm. It would be a real possibility for anyone to feel that way. Like they don't want to go through it anymore. Half of them feels like they're crazy They're getting attacked every day. Like, when will it end? You know, it's just really sad. But yeah, it's doing much better.
1: Yeah, it's and that's what you know really gets to me, especially like some of these clients that we we you know go in for like emergencies and and that kind of stuff, you know, when it's really if somebody's being physically attacked, scratched, hurt, Mm -hmm. raped, something's going on that's profoundly horrible, like we try to get in. As fast as we can, even though we are booked up really, really far, we try to leave a couple of gaps here and there, if possible, for some of these emergency cases, um, because that that ultimately is our our goal, is to help the living and to also help the dead for with whatever help they need, mm-hmm. and you know nobody should be living in abject horror and terror in their home. Mm. It's, it's not, it's not okay. And, and, and not every case we have is, you know, something at that scary, obviously, you know, sometimes it's just introducing people to grandma. It's, you know, it's no, it's no big deal. It's like, well, I hear knocking and I hear walking. What is it? No, 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 no It's just your grandma. She's just, she's loud. You yeah. know, it's like, it's no big deal. Yeah. So we, we, we like those too. Obviously we just, we like to give people answers again from the scientific and also the spiritual side of, of things. Um, But you know, it's, it's not, it's not easy to just, there's not a one size fits all. Like we, we have to go into every case, very open-minded and just like, okay, we're going to figure it out, debunk what we can debunk it, you know, validate what we can validate, resolve what we can resolve and also get the clients empowered to be actively participating in the resolution and any maintenance that might need to happen in a space, you know, for somebody who's gifted spiritually, Mm -hmm. they may have to do maintenance, you know, we Mm -hmm. press the reset button, we reboot it, we take out the the negative energy, but then they have to kind of keep the positivity going, especially if they're gifted, because a new spirit might wander in like, ooh, look at that light, (laughs) like, let me go, let me go over here, like, they look interesting. Yeah, so it's it it is a passion and it is a mission um for, for myself and for our team. It's it's not a hobby, not yeah. not even at all a hobby yeah. to me. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's great. That's wonderful that you take um such great care and pride in what yeah. you're doing. Um I w- had a question as far as um what was it was th- one here? It had look at all of our questions. One don't second. Um Riki, I never heard of hmm. that before. I didn't know oh. what type of Oh, well, yeah. Could you talk to yeah. us a little bit about that? and then Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Reiki is a very interesting, um, it's a, it's a Eastern medicine healing modality um, originating in Japan. And so it is basically, well, my little thing with all the chakras back there on that little picture, <laughs> you know, we all have energy fields that run through the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously some people believe in that some people don't, but in, I mean, all the way back in, you know, in the ancient times in Japan, they started to understand the mind, body, spirit connection mm-hmm. and how they, how they work together, how, if you're clogged up in an energetic place, you physically can have issues or manifestations, uh, or you can even have spiritual problems. Mm-hmm. So Reiki is, um, basically the movement of energy. Um, you can basically hover of hands, uh, and with how I do it, you can also well with with Brent. I actually can physically touch him, you know, and 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 put energy through him. But it's just kind of hovering the hands over different parts of the body and moving the energy. And f- being a sensitive helps, but then obviously going through a training. And I ha- I am a Reiki master, so I've gone through all the training of where you just you learn first to heal the self, then to heal others, and then to heal at a distance. And so. It's basically the movement of energy through the through the body, through the chakras, through all the different parts uh, of you to clear blockages, to move, get energy moving in a better flow. So things are, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you have a kind of a river running through your body. But if, you know, a, a beaver has built a dam somewhere in your heart because of fear or grief or something, you kind of have all this buildup. Mm-hmm. And then you're not, you're just really not in harmony. It's Reiki is restoring harmony ah. um, through energetic work. So it's, I find it to be really, um, a really helpful addition and, and good healing modality. It's not necessarily to me, I mean, a replacement for other things. I believe that Eastern and Western medicine can come together mm-hmm. and probably should, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like Reiki, acupuncture, massage, accompanying some of the more traditional Western medicine techniques, I think are really, um, they could be complementary to each other
2: yeah and I kind of got that feeling from you too when you mentioned the holy water you know you have mm-hmm. your you have a set of tools or or medicine as we would put it oh yeah
1: work. I got a i got a thirty pound cleansing kit <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> wow that's that's
1: intense. Yeah. I, I take it I take it very seriously. And I and I do take it from a multicultural and multi-faith perspective. I've got everything from Catholic to Christian to Creole to uh, Native American to East Indian. I mean, I've got a little bit of everything in there.
0: That's really cool. That's cool. Yeah.
2: yeah that's very, very cool. Yeah.
0: And I think that definitely helps more people feel so comfortable with your team. Mm-hmm. You're not strictly on of one sect. You
1: know. Yeah, correct correct. Yeah. I'm I'm the metaphysical Christian of the group, but I mm-hmm. you know, but I have a lot of different kind of varying beliefs within that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm more eclectic, an eclectic Christian, I guess. You know, I, I don't um fit into a box by any means. And the rest of our group is kind of a hodgepodge a spiritualist background, a little pagan background, we have a Buddhist, you know, background. We got a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I and I and that approach really does help our clients. Um be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's also, you never know what you're going to encounter on the spiritual realm. I mean, some of these energies and entities come from different sort of, you know, things and, and different practices and curses and hexes and, you know, or maybe somebody picked up something, you know, over overseas, when they were in the military or whatever, you know, and these different energies, you can't necessarily hit it with the same exact recipe. It's, it's not cookie cutter with blessings mm-hmm. It has to be tailored. I have a general structure that I follow, um, but I could always tweak and add or take away little ingredients to sort of kick it up a notch um, yeah. if if need be.
2: Yeah, it sounds like you're very knowledgeable, too, because I know on one of your list of things, too, you're, you're um, a demo- demonologist.
1: I am. Um, yes, I, I'm a demonology specialist. Um, I trained with uh, Jeremy Leonard, um, who was on the Ghost of Morgan City, and he's the Cajun demonologist. He's ordained. And, uh, been going through training with him and learning all of that. And, you know, it's, and not everything's demons, you know, part of learning all about this is knowing when to say, okay, no, it's just a nasty, grumpy old guy in the closet. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not a demon. He might want to act like one, but he's not. Um, so it's kind of about being discerning, you know, and, and knowing that when you go into a home it doesn't really matter. I mean, because if it is a demonic energy, it doesn't matter if your client is pagan or if your client is a Muslim or if your client is Catholic, demons don't really care. <laughs> so, you know, it's, yeah. it's, you kind of have to, you you sort of have to be educated on as many aspects of the spiritual realm as you can. You mm-hmm. cannot be contained and closed-minded about it. So I learned a lot from Jeremy on that perspective, but I've also been training um, with Amy Allen as well, as far mm-hmm. as my gifts, my abilities, and also different techniques and ways to clear and cleanse and, and different things to kind of bring to the table spiritually. Uh, because that, that broad open mindedness is how healing really happens when we all can come to the table together and we don't set it to the side because, Oh, they're not my type of belief or they're not this, whatever. It, it, when people come together is that's when the healing actually happens.
2: Yeah. I, I, definitely believe that because my mom was a firm catholic and then she went into being a just a christian you know and mm. and but whenever like i was when i was a child um i was constantly like attacked by something like one mm. time i was pushed down some stairs oh, um, i was sick for a long time mm. um but she would take me to our healers. She would take me to Kudan okay. and they would do different things. Like they made me drink something or they'd make me, um, mm-hmm. they'd make me, they would act like massage me and things. I remember those things. Like she was always in the room, nothing weird or anything. Yeah,
1: bad. yeah. But, but they know. were just, they were just trying, they were trying to heal you. In, yeah. In their, and I mean, some stuff worked
2: and some stuff didn't. Um, and the, and that's true kind of of any belief. Yeah, practice. of anything. But, you know, she just, it was it, when I reflect on it, I'm like, I know her number one belief, you know, her belief system, but she was still open to -hmm. the possibility that, that, you know, might need a little extra nudge.
1: (laughs) And, 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 you know, amen to that for her to, to have that, you know, that thought process and to be that open-minded to, to realize that and to, to be open to that because that, that's how she kept you you know, clear and gu- she probably knew like, Oh my God, my kid is gifted. All these things are attacking her. Let's just, you know, kind of throw yeah. everything at it and see what sticks. Because, And sometimes you do have to do that because, yeah. you know, it's not always a hundred percent clear on mm-hmm. what something is. Um, but, you know, and, and honestly, if you just use, like some people are so limited with the, the tools that they use mm-hmm. and you, you know, it's like, you're trying to use bug spray, you know, on like, a on a cat like you know like yeah. that it's not like you're you missing something here yeah. you can't chase like you know it's like that's yeah. not going to work out for you it's you you have to have you know different layers that different energies are going to respond to and certain vibrational energies are going to respond to different things mm-hmm. i have found for instance um the darker and more demonic energies they really laugh at sage they don't respond very they're just like up oh, sage pff, screw you you know like they don't <laughs> So you have to add something to to that or add different layers and kind of take a more um, comprehensive approach Mm -hmm. to to the clearing of the space. So, you know, that's why I have these different tools. And I found things like cedar are a little more effective on the heavier energies. Palo Santo is a little more effective on the heavier energies. Um, I, like, you know, you're saying I use holy water. I use it from the grotto at Lourdes in France. Um, it's a very high vibrational, holy water, but not everyone's going to resonate with that. I mean, I've even found some of my pagan clients do like it. They're like, Oh, it feels good. I like, you know, that's fine. But some of them are more comfortable with something else. I have some, um, metaphysical friends that are into, um, using rose water which has a very beautiful high vibration the megahertz that it vibrates at is, is amazing some people want full moon water some people want florida water you know it's you, you kind of have to you know be comfortable with tailoring things just a little bit if necessary usually by the time i'm called in it's if it's a real serious dark heavy case like, I don't care what you use, use everything in the
2: kit, <laughs> just throw everything out. That would be me too. Like yeah. everything yeah. you can get it. Like, it. I don't care what it is. Just mm-hmm. do it. And, and so I, and then that helps
1: me in a way, because then I'm free to use my intuition of what I think the recipe is going to be and what's going to work for the case. Hmm. And then I can go in there and, and I can just, I can do my thing uh, freely that not having any limits, um, is how I, I do my best work awesome
2: um is there anything you wanted to ask like that was that we haven't touched because I want to just make sure we give you some time to like put in your your where you where we can find you where people can yeah. find you um how they contact you and things like that unless you have another question for her um
0: I just had a couple more just tiny questions. Sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. I need that. It'll be like another 10 minute conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I'm a little loquacious
1: with my, my answers. So I'll try no, to be no, concise.
0: No, <laughs> you want to hear yeah. everything you have Our to say. Listeners. Listeners, really, we want to hear it. It doesn't matter who else wants to hear it. Literally. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know you're mainly local. Um, have you done any out of state or out of city work at all? Um, Yeah. Yeah, we um we actually serve a two and a
1: half hour radius approximately. <laughs> we bend that rule occasionally when absolutely necessary. And if we can, because clearly we're doing this on weekends, mostly, except yeah. for my phone readings that I do during the weekdays. But um, because of work, we have to keep it to the weekends. Um, we We've gone as far north, I think, as Paradise. We have gone as far south as Fresno. Okay. Uh, we go over to Reno a lot. Um, you know, we, we do serve that area, um, uh, because we got tied in, um, very closely with a, a radio station here, their broadcasting area connects us to a lot of, a lot of people. So the, the Northern California and then kind of Northern Nevada area, we do um, try to get to them, but, typically we tell people about two and a half hours is, um, what we're most comfortable with just because we need to be able to reach as many people. And, you know, we don't, we can't spend, we can't spend a lot of time and, and, well, we're a volunteer organization. We don't, charge anybody for this people do donate sometimes but um and you know, we can't make a whole week of it like like a television show does we can't yeah. you know we don't have the budget for that so that's kind
0: of our We wish we did but we don't
1: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. you know it'd be, it'd be nice to help as many people as we could as far as we could the clients that I've helped at great distance or done readings for at a great distance have usually been like phone or you know or I've sent them like my cleansing documents so they can cleanse their own home. And so we've done, you know, like the, the Oregon, California border, we've sent stuff to Texas. Mm-hmm. I've actually done a phone reading for uh, a gentleman in New Zealand. Um, That's awesome. yeah. So, so with technology does help me reach clients that are a little bit farther away, but for physical onsite, um, yeah, we, we definitely expand out of the Sacramento area. Um, so
0: And can you tell us a little bit about, you mentioned phone readings. Mm -hmm. So what do those look like? typically?
1: Um, so phone readings for me, that's just the intuitive um, reading. It's not like, you know, they're not having, you know, demons come out of the closet that they just, you know, they're because I need to be on site to fix that. That, that is a thing. Put or I need to get
0: right up to the closet. So I can yeah. hear that demon. I'm telling you, look,
1: you get out of their house. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, for the phone readings, it's more of an intuitive thing where um, a person will send me a photograph of them. And so I can tap in just to their energy. I don't want any other leading information. I don't want to, I don't need or want any other information about the client, you know, the first name, um, obviously where I'm going to call them and then the photo. And I assess their aura based on what I see around their physical body and what colors I see. That's one of my natural gifts is to be an aura reader. So I can see the colors that are surrounding them. And that tells me what's going well in their body, what's going right, what's going well in their soul, things that they should have appreciate and acknowledge. And also it tells me things in their heart, mind, body, and soul that they're ready to release, let go of work on that kind of thing. It becomes almost like a healing modality because it gives them a healthy self-reflection on things that are going on. And then once I kind of get into that, then I can tap into other energy around them. And sometimes we get all these different types of souls that will come forward sometimes it's souls they know. Um, and sometimes it's n- not always souls. They know sometimes it's ancestral energy, two, three, four, five generations back.
2: Wow. I'm
1: just the conduit. You know, I'm not the end all where all, I don't have all the answers. No medium should right. ever say they have all the answers. because That's just hooey. Um, <laughs> that's not how that works. And so I just allow myself to be the conduit for whatever healing energy or information needs to come forward for that client that particular day what the universe thinks they're ready for what they think that the you know that that person needs to be just the better version of themselves and clear themselves and be a little lighter and lifted um, from when i first found them That's so awesome. That's awesome. spirits will just come forward like, that
0: Sounds really like an experience yeah. to go through. Yeah.
1: It is, it is kind of neat, you know, and, and I enjoy it because when I give a healing, I get a healing, you know? And so, yeah. you know, I just, I, I convey everything to these um, folks, whatever I feel. And when I feel soul energy, it's, it's, I'm jealous of my medium friends that like get names and that kind of stuff. I typically don't, I admit once like one in 10 times I'll get a name. Most of the time I just get being an empathic medium. I feel everything from the other mm-hmm. side. So then I have to tell my clients all the things I'm feeling and try to make that make sense. And then we play connect the dots together to figure out what fits where and okay, that soul sounds like this person to me. Okay, so then let's try to draw more from that soul and see if we can validate if that's who it is. And it becomes like, you know, sort of playing Pictionary with the dead and playing connect the dots and, you know, just getting it all pieced together. But but it turns out to be a very, um, very positive and healing experience usually. So that's what a a phone reading typically is. Occasionally people want other stuff as far as maybe they want to talk about their abilities or get advice on managing their sensitivities or abilities. So that's more of like a consult call (laughs) instead, you know, and, and I do the consult calls too, where it's just more like, okay, I'm not really reading, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking to their, you know, aunt Betty, I'm talking to, you know, them about what they're going through and working through their spiritual experiences. And so I'm just there to help people. And that's, uh, and that's usually what I try to do with the, the phone sessions.
0: That's really, cool. that's really cool. I'm like, I may have to sign up for one of those because <laughs> it just sounds like a really interesting experience,
2: you know? Mm-hmm.
0: And healing is great. Like we all need healing. Yeah. Of yeah.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, it's like I said, I'm not the end all wear all, I can't fix well, everything. Not. I'm, I'm one little piece of the healing puzzle, but to me, it's an honor to be that piece of the puzzle and yeah. to, just, to give you some tools and information to just keep going forward. Yep. You For sure. know, that's, that's kind of cool. what it's all about.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's all of our questions. We'd love to actually meet you someday.
1: Oh yeah, I know. Like right. Team.
0: Um, maybe not oh, absolutely. You know, more in a residential setting. Cause like you said, they're more intimate, more private, but maybe mm-hmm. if you're doing more like a public setting, mm-hmm. we could potentially come hang out with you guys and see. What yeah.
1: You're doing. We do want to do some scouting missions again when the world is not so upside down. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, you know, we, For we, sure. we we've done a few of them and they're, they're really fun. You know, we've, we've gone a couple of big larger public places and we just kind of walk around and, Test out meters and do that kind of stuff, and you you know, and, and yeah, see what happens and, and that kind of thing. Well, think of us if
2: you ever go. Yes, out. please yeah. do. We, we'll, we, we'll we, definitely come with you. Yeah, yeah.
1: if we do one, we post it on our Facebook page. You know when okay. it, it'll be all over the place. If we ever get to do one,
0: <laughs>
2: I, I believe I,
0: I I believe I've liked your page, so anything oh, I must least see it. So. Yeah. Awesome. And like
2: I said, if you want to just kind of give out your info where people, yeah, can, find where people can find you and your like handles for everything, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, yeah. Facebook.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, our main website is sacspirit.com. And so that has, you know, various articles and other fun things on there. Um, The contact us page has like a little form where you can fill out the boxes, the, you know, who you are, what's your number, what's your name, you know, what's your activity. And then you click submit, and then that shoots an email over to me. And that's if there's a request for help, you know, that kind of thing or or reading or whatever. So SACspirit.com is a good, easy way. Um, We've got our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com slash SACspirit. Uh, Twitter handle is at sack spirit team. So pretty, you know, simple, uh, Instagram is just sack spirit. And, um, we have our YouTube channel. Um, it's under Maxim mysteries. And so it's our, our video gal, her last name is Maxim. So we just, oh, we've always just I just did
0: left see me. that on your website.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and all of these things are kind of cross linkable from our, from our website yeah. and um, you know, and how to, our hotline is on our Facebook page and on our, uh, our website. So people can just kind of reach out um, obviously filling out the contact us form or um, direct messaging us on any of the, the social media platforms is really uh, helpful. And cause I obviously I want, I want stuff in writing so I can kind of go back and, you know, We have so many cases and so many appointments. I like to be able to go back to, Mm -hmm. especially when I'm booking a year out, when I go to say, Hey, we have an appointment with you in a week. I'd like to have something to
0: write. Like I have no idea what we're coming for. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, it's good to have, it's good to have that. And then of course, you know, just if people could so be so kind as to have patience um, when they do send us correspondence, if they message us on, off the website, sending us an email, or if they do, um, direct message Facebook or wherever to just have some love, have Keep some patience, patient. you know, yeah. because we, we do have obviously a very heavy caseload. We are booked yeah. out for, for quite some time. So people with, um, sort of lower urgency, um, requests and just like regular private readings, there's nothing drastic going on. Um, it, it's going to be booked out a little bit farther. Um, the phone readings are a little bit More available than in-persons, but they're still late next year, except for emergencies, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then sometimes, depending on my week, if it's totally slammed back to back to back, it might take me, you know, several business days to actually respond fully Mm -hmm. to somebody. Just and and I hate not being able to respond like right that second, but I don't want to forget about it. So I kind of just leave it there in the queue so I can know to get back to them. And, you know, that I ha- I basically set a day aside to just do all my responses. So everybody can get, you know, um, a proper, proper response, a proper attention. I don't want to do anything quick and haphazardly for anybody.
0: Yeah. Know? And that's yeah. awesome. And again, we really, really thank you getting back to us and doing this with us. We're We've been really excited this yeah. whole oh. like week. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank <And> just, you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. So I don't know if you know you've listened to our podcast or anything, but the whole thing is we go to places that are. going to be haunted. Well, I
1: actually I I subscribed. I, I looked at. I've been so busy. I subscribed to it, Aww. so I, I have I have it ready to so I can go and I can go and listen and. Yeah, and check yeah. It out. I
0: mean, we're. We're pretty amateurs so (laughs) keep that in mind but we you know we don't have a lot of equipment like we basically have our camera and we have a mini recorder Mm -hmm. and we're just walking around that works looking at stuff talking talking trying to see if we catch anything
2: like for me being a sensitive I'm never I'm never trying to invoke anything. I'm never yeah. trying to bother no, we anything. Don't you're just me experiencing that. it. Yeah. yeah. We don't We do not do any of that. We tell our listeners that too. Like we are not going to be messing around. We're not going to be spirit. yelling
0: at nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Which is <laughs> good. Anyone. You, know, yeah, we're you don't need to do, do that. So, yeah, you know, We
2: don't bring Ouija boards. We, we don't, don't use them. Thank God. Reference. No, no. We're, yeah. we're we don't know how to safely us.
0: use them. So mm-hmm. we're not even going to. Most
2: people
1: don't. And most of my darkest cases started with somebody dabbling with something yeah. stupid yeah. so I, I prefer not to have to go clean up other people's messes yeah. if yeah. at all possible yeah.
0: I, think, I think every episode we say like just don't do, do it. it just don't, don't. Yeah. 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 be
1: responsible yeah. be smart be be safe you know because sure. obviously yeah. I I'm booked out for for to kingdom come so I I don't want people to mess up their lives and then not yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and
2: that helps so us smart. You know, we we started the podcast because our lives were getting so busy and we've been best friends since high school. We're like, well, let's start this so we can have time together. Aww. And it's just supposed we've to be And we both had
0: interested in, yeah, in the paranormal for a long time and so, so we're like
2: let's do it let's try you know and so it's just a great honor that we get to meet someone who's yeah really into it has a following is and is just really influential and just so down to earth yeah and this we, is you know, a big thing for really us
0: appreciate it and that you're so nice and you know warm and welcoming and humble like
1: I'm just a yeah, regular I'm person. <laughs> it means Kinda. Well, except for I talk to the dead.
2: There's that, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. we're big um horror movie fans. Oh, okay. And so we're just we we have some reviews on there. Do you have anything? Do you prefer to watch anything? Do you have any scary movies that you like? Or are you just uh, like, no, I've seen it in my everyday. It's I'm weird. A, yeah. I actually get more scared by fake.
1: Horror than I do by seeing dead people in the hallway. I mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Um, Brent is a huge movie buff and definitely a horror movie buff. He he's the kind of the resident expert oh, on that. We'll have to, um, talk
0: to Brent. Yeah, we, yeah, he would definitely go down the
1: rabbit hole with uh, with all the the horror movies and that kind of thing. I, he'll make me watch some of them, and and as long as he stays awake during it, I will watch it. <laughs> uh, you know, we watch some of the classics and stuff, and I, and Stephen King is you know definitely yeah. um, good as yeah. far as when it comes to like scary scary movies and that kind of thing but yeah day-to-day life it's just like i i guess i don't know i i'd rather deal with something tangible instead of something like blood and gore and that kind of stuff i'm like "Uh, i don't know like I'm i'm not sure how i feel about it i but I, I will watch some of those things if yeah. as long as Brent is, Brent is there, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I get, I totally get it. I just wanted yeah. to throw that out there before we ended the podcast. Yeah. Cause you've been with us for an hour now. We don't yeah. want to take up all, we don't your, want to take time. Up all your day.
1: Well, and I really appreciate you Thank guys, you guys just, you know, being pa- patient. Obviously we had to coordinate when we all had time to do this together. Oh, and of yeah.
0: course, and with the pandemic, you know, pandemic, it's, it's, you, know yeah. you work full time and then you're doing this when you can. Rach right works full time. Mm-hmm. I work part time, and I have a kid at home. Oh, it's gosh, like getting yeah. everybody coordinated together at once. You know, mm-hmm.
1: it can yeah, it, it can it, be definitely a challenge to 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 kind of synchronize the watches, as it were. But yeah, you know, yeah. it's it, it's definitely a privilege to be able to share what what I do, what I love, and and what's so meaningful to me, and you know, just th- this is my life, and and being able to be so open about it and share it, you know, with everybody. Yeah. To me, that's very special. And so I, I appreciate having a platform just to talk about it. And, and and I
0: look forward to when you guys
1: post uh this episode. I'll definitely yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll cross definitely share it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll send you the link when we oh. post it and then perfect. Um you know, we could probably just listen to you talk all day yeah about, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're generally very interested yes we i could or genuinely yeah. not generally <laughs> uh, yeah. i <laughs> worked too, last night so too i'm excited yeah i'm really excited i'm kind of tired so it's just all at once <laughs> i
1: i know how you feel i know how you feel I, we're actually we've got a a, a case tonight that oh something, man something dark that is creeping around um somebody's home that I have to go tell it what for. So, you know, that that should be,
0: that,
1: that should be an interesting evening for, for sure. But I'm, I'm looking forward to helping them. They're really awesome people. So I'm definitely encouraged that we should be able to, to affect some change energetically in the home and, and all of that. But yeah, let let me know when it posts and everything and just, and and if you guys, you know, want another kind of, you know, time where we can collaborate and coordinate and, you know, do yeah. another one of these down
2: the road. That that would be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we would love that, for sure. yeah. Maybe we can have Brent too or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be yeah. awesome. And again, we really, really appreciate it. And yeah. thank you so much. I'm going to go on the website and look at your grounding things and see what I, what I feel, you know, mm-hmm. I really appreciate <laughs> it. And it's nice to know that like, others are out there like me. I'm not by myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, you're definitely, definitely not. And to make life really, really, really super easy on you on our Facebook page, our pinned post right now, um, there's like an introduction and all sorts of information about us, but kind of right in the middle, there are links to every single self-help article, grounding, aura protection, how to bless your home, how to prepare for a reading. Um, there's a video of my, my house blessing video. Everything is all contained in that pinned post on Facebook. So okay. it's like just
2: all in one little lump. <laughs> makes okay. it easier for cool. people. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely check it out. Um, but thank you so much again. Yes, I really appreciate you. it.